Welcome everybody to Spirituality Adventures. This is a non-judgmental place to explore spirituality, and we're so glad you're here. This is a viewer and listener supported podcast, so we greatly appreciate your support. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Be sure and like, share, and subscribe to any of the social media content platforms that you're using. And then if you go to our website, spiritualityadventures.com, you can make a one-time donation or with a monthly subscription, you'll gain access to our bonus content. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome everybody to Spirituality Adventures. We're glad you're tuned into this episode and we're excited to have Alec with us today. Yes, thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us. Alec, tell us your last name and, and what you go um, by in the recording world as well. Yeah, so government last name or just real sure, last name? Sure, whichever. Um, government last name, Sartain. And then uh, my real last name is Sarciano. So that was the uh, original family name. All right. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and what's your what's your uh, recording name? Uh, what do you do by in the Smart Alec? Um, it's basically, if you Google it, Smart Alec on the track or Subliminal Beats. All right. You will find me. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. So um, you're you're connected. I did an interview with with Darrison Palea mm -hmm. uh, a few weeks ago, maybe, mm -hmm. and. Uh, and I knew that that you guys had worked together, and so yeah. How'd you know that? Uh, well, he told me, and, okay. and so, <laughs> um, and so. Names in the music. Oh yeah, yeah, true. All right, all exactly. right, all right. Yeah. So I thought, uh, and then we we called and connected, and so I thought, man, this will be fun. Yeah. So, tell help help our audience uh, know a little bit about your story. Where did you grow up? Where you where um, are you from? Yeah. So um, I can kind of around the area where I met Darrison, um, I was in just my neighborhood with friends and I met a guy who um, was in like a hip hop kind of R&B type of group. And uh, we went to um, a home studio and it was Darrison who was, you know, doing the engineering at the time. I was, I probably just turned 16 years old. So we're talking and probably 2007, 2008. Yeah. Um, prior to that, growing up, my grandfather played piano for um, a rock band in the late 50s, early 60s called Butch and the Boys. So they had one single come out of Hollywood, but um, their A&R, I guess, had passed away pretty early. So they got, you know, shelved and nobody ever really. Yeah. So <laughs> that was his claim of 10 seconds. But um, they had a lot of live shows around town around the city he lived in arkansas for a while as well so um before moving back up here um then i was born you know around the time seven eight nine years old i spent a lot of time with my grandparents so piano was you know one of the main things that you know i was i would do to you know during the days make the time go by um like do you did you do lessons like yeah well my grandfather he would yeah he taught me how to okay. yeah how to play so um, I wasn't on the piano, you know, all day, every day. I had to stay on the move. But, um, yeah, that was where it really started from. I've always been a huge music fan. So. And you were, you, you grew up here in Kansas City then? I did, yeah. I was born in North, North Kansas City Hospital. North area. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gladstone area. And then um, just went through school through Liberty. Okay. Yeah. 
um, grandparents are from Liberty as well. So nice. Yeah. Both sets. So what kind of music were you listening to yeah. growing up? Like your early, oh my gosh. early years? As far back as I can remember <laughs> is just going to be, you know, Van Halen, um, especially on my dad's side. You know, there was there was a lot. I mean, there was stuff like Michael Buble and yeah, it was there was a wide range. But, um, you know, Alan Jackson and some of that on with them. And then um, my mom was always listening to like MC Hammer and salt and Peppa and hip hop and stuff like that. So I got like both worlds. Yeah. So um, I definitely grew out of country. I feel like I still can't do it. Right. Um, <laughs> but, you know, hard no. rock and and hip hop are. Yeah. They've grown. Yeah. Even, you know, they've had some of these these uh, country hip hop uh, mashups mm -hmm. here lately. Like uh, I just little Nas. I just, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just not not my cup of tea. That's all. <laughs> Oh man, um, so, yeah. So you you pretty young started gravitating toward yeah. hip hop and rap. Oh yeah, um, especially you know up into the late '90s and early 2000s. By the time you know Eminem was coming out, um, I mean that was you know that was a big deal uh, all over MTV. So that you know. And then along with Marilyn Manson around at the same time. And it was just like, you know, these guys are crazy. You know what I mean? And it's controversial and parents are losing their minds. And, you know, the whole nine, the world's going crazy. So that was really cool. And I, you know, fell into the, <laughs> the trap of it all. Um, but, you know, I was always like, oh, man, you know, the, the beats like, you know, how are they? How are they making these, you know, rap these beats? How is Dr. Dre doing this, you know? Cause it's different than rock you've got a drum set live instruments and like okay well i understand how it's working but hip-hop you're just like where did this come from you know how does this work and then um i'd had an older stepbrother who had gotten like fruity loop studio couldn't figure it out you know i'm 10 11 12 years old um you know trying to get in on the software and obviously figured out how does it work and what to do so at the time I was like so young, you're pre yeah. you're getting you're trying to learn how to do the beats. That's you're correct. trying to lay down beats and yeah, stuff like that. That is correct. Yeah. yeah. And I had piano, music theory, that whole nine. Um, but I was definitely like a big drum guy, you know, like it's all about the drums. So um I was just trying to come up with how, those. how normal is it for a piano guy to end up getting into the the beats? Right. Well, so that's what's funny. I yeah. wasn't necessarily a piano guy. I mean, I was always like intrigued by it. Uh -huh. um, I wanted a drum set, you know, from Santa every year for Christmas. Like I never got it. Okay. So I had to resort to beats, you know. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. But um, yeah, from that point on, you know, I'm in the software and just, you know, almost mimicking, trying to learn. Um, you know the program the sequencing obviously bars and measures as well so yeah help like help us with uh like let this be uh rap mm -hmm. music 101 or hip-hop okay. 101 for people so okay you know probably a lot of people listening are used to just country bands rock mm -hmm. bands mm -hmm. you know you're you know you do songs and your band performs yeah. the music and but in the rap world when you're talking about learning how to lay down beats mm -hmm. Mm -hmm that's the whole 
music side of this starts yeah, yeah. That's correct and yeah what, and Most, you're you're using and you're referring to software so you correct so you're starting to learn software programs mm -hmm. yeah that, digital that, correct yeah where it's it's confusing because there's no you know there's no real manual unless somebody else has done it and they can show you but obviously just as any music you've got tempos you've got you know a set sequence every you know four steps and you know so by the time you just learn the timing of it and how to work with you know the grid of it um then and and be able to count bars and you're able to okay now i can help make you know hopefully i can make something that i can flow that's going to you know what i mean be enjoyable to listen to that's literally all that it's about so um but yeah by the time i was 15 I uh, I made my first original beat and um, obviously it wasn't great or spectacular or nothing, but you know, I mean, it's definitely, yeah, a big, a big moment. So did, did somebody put, do a rap to it or something or? No, okay. <laughs> no, yeah. and I probably made like 50 to a hundred beats until somebody I don't know. Maybe. And these these are tracks that are how long usually? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, at least you, probably, you know, I mean, two, two and a half minutes to four mm -hmm. minutes. Um, and this is you're, you're laying down drum lines, you're laying down. Yeah. All, yep. Everything as well. All and, kinds of. And sometimes, you know, with hip hop, it's definitely about, you know, taking old songs, taking samples. I mean, just morphing them into something else. It's, you know. Yeah. How does the beats compare to like what you see DJs doing in live settings where they're where they're mixing? Well, you know, um, what's the difference? The, OK, yeah. So the DJ, like somebody has already the most of the time, the DJ, if they've produced it themselves or they're just using, you know, stuff from other producers to basically mix their set, mm -hmm. you know, they're putting on music that people are going to like and enjoy it doesn't necessarily you know, sometimes like Skrillex and Marshmallow, them guys, they've def they produce their own stuff. Um, Diplo produces his own stuff, um, but you know, not all of them do. Right. Um, actually, being like a beat maker or producer is definitely more of a behind the scenes. There are some producers that have put themselves out there, like A Rap Music, who will do live shows, bring his MPC, and you know, go through his whole. I mean, just start yeah. making beats on the spot, which is really cool. Um, but as far as like, you know, mixing rave music or dubstep or yeah. a, a more of electronic, you know, hip hop is like, I'm at, you know, wherever home or on vacation and I'm on my $150 laptop making a trap beat. That's literally like where a lot of this stuff comes from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're doing this, at, you, you're, you've already got 50, 100 of them by the time you're 16. Um, so no, probably by the time I was 18, I had, you know, about 50 to 50 to a hundred of them. Yeah. Um, there was a couple song, there was a couple beats that were recorded to, um, back by the time I turned 16. So it took about a year or so before somebody, you know, mm -hmm. attempted to do something to, to a beat. Um, but yeah, then just from there, you know, we, I was just, working by myself um and I, I was in baseball as well so um you know i was really busy with that all through school college ball so yeah um, where did you 
play college ball. Yeah, we we I, talked about this. I played at Maple Woods Community College. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought I was going to get drafted out of high school, but didn't happen. So yeah. um, I gave Maple a couple of years. I think I'd mentioned I had a mm-hmm. nephew that mm-hmm. uh, played for a junior, uh, you know, a community college yeah. up in Iowa, one of those baseball okay, schools yeah. in Iowa that like is a two year school. But yeah, yeah. Then he then he transferred to Missouri Western oh, and nice. finished up there. Nice. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, he was he was at Excelsior hmm. back. Gosh, I don't know. I don't know really? if he's older or younger than you. He's probably I'm 91, baby. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, you guys are close. Yeah, close in age. Yeah. Yeah, I Spencer um, Shockley. I've Nephew. yeah, I've definitely I've mm-hmm. heard of his yeah yeah heard his name. Um, but yeah, I never really wanted to. I didn't want to go to college to begin with. Like I didn't want to go to you know JUCO. Um, I wanted to just get drafted and, you know, play baseball. go to the minors and work my way up and play ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I had broken a couple records senior year, you know, so it's like, I mean, those guys made it to triple A. I'm like, hey, I'm getting mm-hmm. the phone call. You know, when's it coming in? What was your position? So uh, I, I pitched, but I they wanted, you know, they wanted me for my like, you know, arm and speed. So it was outfield and third base. Okay. Those are my other main positions. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hit 91 and so I could throw a little bit, but yeah. So Good yeah, stuff. I, I just stuff. never was like, okay, I'm going to go to university and go through mm-hmm. this and do that. So, but you're, you're still involved in the music scene. Correct. All yeah. That, all this time. Um, you know, just, there were people that were always looking for beats and, you know, they were trying who, who did that? Who did that? And so, you know, I meet this guy who know this guy that do music and um, it was just random, you know, sporadic here and there. Um, one thing led to another and, um, you know, JL actually contacted me. I was a senior, just graduated from high school, um, you know, about wanting a beat and he put Sess Crew on the song and, you know, then years, you know, years later, Tech Nine signed him and, um, yeah so that was you know that was awesome to be able to work with them um you know damn near out the gate you know yeah and is this before you started working at chapman studios yeah this is okay. yes yes 2010 2009 okay. 2010. yeah so for the for for some of my audiences mm-hmm. listen they they know matt cox because he's been working with me for a yeah. while mm-hmm. matt did videos back f- for jl and Sess crew oh wow yeah over nice. 10 years ago and for for the a lot of my audience, of course, they, almost um, everybody's heard of Tech Nine. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. But like JL is a is, a, is another really mm-hmm. uh, well known strong rapper here and Correct. solid mm-hmm. rapper here, and same with Sess mm-hmm. Crew. Yeah, and yeah. both of them signed with Tech Nine's music company. Is yeah, that right? 2012. Yeah, they signed uh-huh. with which is strange. Yeah, music. Strange music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was there throughout their uh, first two albums throughout that process um, up in Chapman. So that was cool. We were there almost all day. Yeah, so day. how did you get hooked up with um, Chapman Studio? Yeah, I mean, just going up there with um, the first time I'd been up there, I think, was with JL with them. I went up, you know, I went up there with them and um, just Where was being it? there. Where was it located when you were working? Yeah, there? so it was in Lenexa. Monrovia. Yeah, but I think wickedness coming from Monrovia. Yeah, before yeah. that, 
didn't weren't they at one time located in the river market area they were, yep mm-hmm. says i i i've been in the studio when they were at river market i mean this is going way back i know well, yeah. they've been they what they when did they start 56 i don't even know man but i mean well, i've been in that forever. studio at mm-hmm. the river market location multiple mm-hmm. times oh nice with a with several different mm-hmm. people and just watched you know i wouldn't oh, do yeah. anything i was just watching but fun to see those yeah kind of things in action yeah, yeah, so just being um, up at Chapman like that consecutively, I mean, you know, you spend a lot of time with the engineers and stuff. So, you know, Ben and, and Rob, um, it was awesome, you know, just getting to know those guys and, and Neil and, and George and, you know, Chuck. I spent a lot of time just talking to Chuck, you know, picking his brain <laughs> as much as possible. So, yeah, so um, Rob Rebeck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I read an article on him that Strange Music put out a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and it was kind of so this is Tech Nine's music Correct. group, and he's got a website, mm-hmm. and, and they wrote an article on Robbery Beck, and they were saying oh, yeah. they were kind of like saying, you know, hey. Mm-hmm. The mastermind behind some of this stuff early on yeah. was Rob Rebeck. Yeah, it's kind of what the article was saying. Yep. He's a wizard, that's for sure. Yeah, he um, he taught me he taught me almost you know just about everything that I know you know about engineering and stuff. So you know being a there's being a beat maker, which is just making the music in the background, but engineering and being an actual record producer is being able to you know record somebody, help them record, know what you need from them. You know, you're using your ear. Hey, I need you to do, you know, another one, higher octave, lower octave, um, you know, really telling them what to do and then being able to mix the vocals down and, and master it from there. Yeah, it's it's not easy, uh, you know, but there's there's a lot of technique that goes into it. So I definitely feel like, you know, I got I got Rob's like, you know, some of his magic as well. I just had to run with it and do my thing. <laughs> It's cool. So the, you're in like in the in the hip hop world, you're you're or rap world, your engineer basically does your, um, you know, does the recording mm-hmm. and the editing. Is that right? Correct. Yes. OK. Yes. And then your producers actually work with the artist who's recording. They also work with the beats. Correct. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. The, the, the producer might not always be the person that does the beats. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. So yeah, it might be you a can, go between between, you know, as a producer as well, um, like you can you can come in and just basically assist on the song in some way, shape or form and, you know, get that production credit of it. So, mm-hmm. you know, producer has like a wide range as far as, um, you know, what it means, but it does mean that you're involved with more than just actually, you know, making the music to the song. It can, um, you know, writing or author credit you know, vocals wise is different. I'm just talking about, you know, there's two sides of music. You've got, you know, just the production, the music side, there's no vocals involved. And then you've got, you know, the actual recorded vocals and then who's writing those. Mm -hmm. So that's how music is sliced. Um, And that's why bands are not as common as you see, because you've got five people over here splitting production and one singer. Yeah. In the rap hip hop world. That's in like the rock world. That's why you're not seeing rock bands, these big bands doing doing stuff anymore is because of the royalty splits. I mean, it gets crazy. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But it's got to be a little bit crazy in the 
in the hip hop rap world too though right well um yeah i mean, I mean it just obviously the less amount of people the more in-house you can be with things the more in control of you know your destiny that you can be you know okay. if if an artist has a bunch of beats from producers and they haven't paid for you know what i mean yeah. something's going to come back but if they have a guy that's in-house working with them they have their own deal situation yeah. going then they're gonna have a lot smoother of a process you know during their career i yeah. would i would say that that the contracts that come into play with musicians mm -hmm. and writers and all the things you just named, not only yeah. in the rock world, but in your world too, yeah. are some of the most complex contracts I've ever seen. You've got lawyers yeah. who just specialize in music contracts. It's yeah, crazy. It's the, awful. I, the splits and this and that and the other and royalties and yeah. who gets what and all that kind of stuff. It's, yeah. yeah. I mean, I had a, you know, a television deal um, with MTV, E! Network and um, Oxygen. And yeah, I mean, there's people making, you know, you're not going to make any money unless people are making money off of you. I mean, it's just, and they didn't even do anything, but they're the ones that are putting it together. And you're just like, <laughs> so hundred percent is zero, zero, you know, but, yeah. um, like, all right. But yeah, it's, it's wild. The only reason anybody will ever help you in music is if they are going to be making money off of you. If their hand is in your pocket, that is it. Yep. That's it. <laughs> well, who did you when you're when you're working with uh, these guys at Chapman, who were some of the people you started working with? You've named Sess Crew what are, and JL. Yeah. So I was mainly up there, um, you know, with them and producing them um, throughout their album process. Um, I was also up there working with Jesus Divine at the time we were um, in the you know middle of his album as well. So um, at that time, I wasn't engineering. You know, we went to Rob. We were working with Rob on on a lot of his solo music. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it was JL and Jesus that after Sess Crew's albums got done and were, you know, sent off for for mastering and everything, you know, we, we went into Brain Scatter 2 and Faith Under Fire and, and then my debut EP, White Magic, back in, you know, Brain Scatter 2 came out 2014 and Faith Under Fire, White Magic 2015. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So where do where do people get some of your stuff? Um goodness. I mean, yeah, Apple Music, Spotify. What do they look SoundCloud. up? If they go um, to Apple Music. You can go to Smart what Alec it? on the track, Subliminal Beats, Subliminal Music Group, and you'll find all the other artists. It's not just me. So yeah. There's right. Hurricane and King Kie, Jesus Savine, Nicolette Page, Marcus Patrick, Six Lungs. So there's these are all with Sublime. Yeah, with Subliminal Music yeah. Group. Yeah, correct. Subliminal Music Group is yep. your music group. Yep. SMG self made gang. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> He's like, okay. That's cool. <laughs> um and uh you also did some work down in Atlanta, is that right? Yes, I did. Um Jesus and I actually went down there to work and record his second album um the flood and so we first went down there in 2016 uh, we went to patchwork recording you know everybody from young jeezy to Ludacris, kendrick lamar j cole have recorded albums there yeah we um we passed john legend you know on the way in and young thug was coming in as we were leaving at night you know but it's um it's a ginormous facility they they took a um like a house on the corner of downtown and just gated it and 
built two different big studio suites, you know, in there. And, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty wild, honestly. But, you know, I, I went down there, um, one guy who's actually signed with free bands, uh, which is future Stilo Steezy. We, um, linked up with him and, um, I was able to work with, uh, Millie go lightly, who is also a singer. She's on, um, She's won some plaques with with doing some work with Young Thug and YSO. And this Millie Go Lightly, she's she's a what from is she from London? I, I honestly I I don't know. I think so. Um, I just know that she's like grown up and is in the Atlanta. She wasn't culture in the hip hop rap world, was no, she? Uh-uh, yeah. No, she was doing like yeah, just more country type folk type yeah. music. Yeah, I. I think she, I think she's a British artist, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I yeah. could be wrong about that, yeah. but I think yeah. she is. Mm-hmm. And she ended up hooking up. Yeah, being in, yeah. in Atlanta will do that to you, though. That's kind <laughs> it of just turned you into this, like I don't know, I can't explain it. You just have to go and live in it for a little bit, and then you're like, all right, it's I understand. So, it's what's so going wild, on you know. My, uh, <laughs> I mean, Atlanta has. I mean, they. Like it brainwash just, you. I mean, it will just your brain will just be like, "What is going on?" Like, yeah, why do I like this music so much? <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, I was in rehab in Georgia for 120 oh, days, wow. like in late uh, November 2018 through early 2019, and I was in there with quite a few uh, younger people, uh-huh. like you know, in their 20s mm-hmm. that. Um, like we're totally lived yeah that world yeah um and it was it was actually fascinating because i learned a whole lot you know i just <laughs> listened to stories all day oh, long man. yeah and uh some crazy <laughs> it's a crazy city. there's a lot of people down. a anyway. lot a lot of things happening yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so um so what what are some of your goals with subliminal music what yeah what, um man honestly like it's about the artists and you know we're just trying to get you know get get good authentic music you know pushed out and promoted into as many people as possible um we got distribution from universal in january 2020 and they started to roll out some singles top of the year and we had a single that was i mean it i think it was going almost through june so it almost lasted a good six months um I, as of right now, I don't have like a which na- single is it? Um, it's actually called "Sober" by Don Drizzy featuring Tay Malay, and um, there's a couple of others. There's that that they put on the radio that that were on for a few months as well. I don't have like a uh, radio agency. You have to hire a company to like track, you know, your current active live radio spins. So. I don't really Crazy. know what's going on. You get, you know, royalties nine months later from radio. So everything that was played first quarter will come in like September. Mm-hmm. So until that happens, I, you know, you, I don't, I don't know yeah. exactly, but I do know enough that there's been, you know, tweets and things and enough proof out there that, mm-hmm. yeah, I've gotten the emails from the label that, Hey, this is, these are the cities we're pumping them in. Yeah. So. And are you doing, uh, on these artists that you just mm-hmm. named that are signed with subliminal are you doing most of the producing and the beats on oh, all, yeah. all those acts yeah yeah so i'm i'm producing almost everything um jesus produces with me uh rob rebeck will produce some songs with me um do guitar on there as well and then okay. doug higson is another um 
you know long friend that does guitar and that will play electric guitar on on a lot of the songs but i'm doing i would say you know at least half of of everything um that comes out under under us um now this is the thing is that these artists they do have like complete freedom as far as who to work with who they can work with who they can't work with so they're not locked in to us or to the label if they want to come over here and you know do an album under this umbrella you know it's like here's what it is you still own your vocals um you own your own publishing you know we're not taking any you know percentages away okay so a hundred percent of all of the music income that subliminal music group basically is releasing like let's say it releases a song that you and i do um you know it generates a hundred dollars that fifty dollars goes to you and i the label doesn't actually get anything so the label's a brand that's like it's you know merchandise and other things like that is is how the income is mm -hmm. is generated um it's really just the sister company of of subliminal beats you know and it's just giving artists that ability to you know hey come in let's do a project you know i obviously have to want to do it as well there's no contract saying i have to do anything you know so at any time i can be like yeah no i'm done i'm good you know but obviously it's just that open door like that nobody's forced to be working with me I'm not forced to be working with anybody else. So it's a good camaraderie as far as, I mean, I have a kid in high school that I've been working with, um, developing artists literally, you know, from nothing mm -hmm. um, to, you know, guys that have been doing this that I've had three albums, you know what I mean? They, yeah. can, they can get an album done whenever and it's easy. Yeah, talk yeah. about the development side. I'm curious about that. How do you find a new young artist and or well, do, they, do they find you? I mean, <laughs> it sounds know. crazy, you know, but um, really just, it just, it'll happen. I really not, it's like, I'm not looking for new artists, but it's not that I'm not looking for a new artist. It's just, it's gotta be the right situation. Like, um, you know, I'll work with artists a little bit, you know, yeah, come record a song with me. We'll see how we, you know, are as friends, you know what I'm saying? On a, on a level like that. Cause if we're just not on the same wavelength, then it's just not really going to like do you have people sending you beats randomly or, um, like no, I don't have people that send me beats randomly. I've got people that send me their songs, you know, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. But it's like, I don't know you. I don't know what, it, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, I don't, I don't know exactly. So there are some people that I've, there are some artists that I have found, um, like on SoundCloud, Audio Mac that I've, you know, like discovered on there that I've contacted, like, Hey, I would like to work with you. Let me know what, you know, let me know what you want to do. Um, you know, I'll send you some tracks over mm -hmm. and just talk like that. Yeah. Steven Jalen's a big, he's a new guy, um, that I've worked with out of, uh, rally North Carolina. So, okay. um, I found him like that. I mean, I knew about Millie just because of Young Thug. Um, and that's how I, you know, me and her had gotten linked up. And um, yeah, it's, you know, one guy I met while I was working somewhere. I had to, you know, I had to go work and hold down a job for a little bit, met him there, you know? So it's like, I mean, really just anywhere. Um, it's not really a distinct like, oh, this is how yeah. I do this, yeah. Yeah. Well, tell me, like, so I have found that, you know, I, first of all, I think music is spiritual in general. Mm -hmm. When I think about spiritual or spirituality, I think about mm -hmm. connecting to self, connecting to others and connecting to something greater mm -hmm. yeah. than us. 
yeah whatever you mm-hmm. might however you might talk about that like in the recovery world people talk about higher power yeah but oh yeah but um so it's it's so fascinating to me because first of all music i think is spiritual i think the creative process mm-hmm. has it yeah. comes from somewhere I, uh, yeah I, and having musical and, chemistry in that realm is it's yeah it's tough because sometimes you just don't you know you don't know if you know you and another if you're not on a certain wavelength with other with an artist like it's like i just can't work with you for whatever reason i can't work with you like, i don't know why but it's, yeah it's something's not, not yeah. right yes but um yeah as far as like the yeah the spiritual aspect of it all it's i don't know music is is a way to you know get out what you're going through i mean and it's weird i know i'm like that though even though it's just with beats i don't i've done vocals on songs but you know i'm not singing my heart out or anything like that but i definitely do put you know myself into about every single you know every single beat that i'm making in some way shape or form there's something from me in that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. a part of me in that so and you're you're working with something that is metaphysical you cannot touch it you know can't be killed music is definitely infinite and will continue to be here so it's interesting uh uh-huh it is yeah (laughs) it's out there i know floating around but in space we were just talking, bouncing you know, off satellites yeah i mean we were just talking about it like you listen to an, an old song that was from you know the 90s or whatever and you just it is capturing that time in a bottle and you're like that's crazy you know but then they'll come out with remastered stuff to make it sound yeah. better and you're like oh god I don't know. but then you hear it and you know like you know it'll take you back to a moment exactly. or a time or that's a space what I mean. or a memory or that's it's, you can even get a whole emotional feeling based mm-hmm. on it that you know yeah and it moves you i mean you know sometimes like when you are going through it you don't want to listen to the most positive music happy music right. that is normal why would you want to do that you know why would i want to do that that's not what i feel like you know so yeah. there's music there's something there like almost for anything that you're yep. going through definitely right um so how i mean i don't know if you're comfortable mm-hmm. talking about your own spiritual journey mm-hmm. and how how that yeah. has maybe played out in your life and in, and in your music. I mean, is, how, how does that, uh, um, I don't you know, know if that's too broad or not. What's your, no, what's so, your, spir- what's your spiritual background and yeah, did you have any growing up? I mean, you know, we're just kind of like, um, you know, traditional Christian. Um, we weren't heavy into church. Nobody in the family was, um, you know, we would go for like Easter and Christmas some years. Um, you know, my my grandmother was definitely a lot more, you know, hey, you know, Bible and, you know, what's right and what's not. And so she taught me um, a lot. And, you know, I, I always definitely believed in, you know, just love in general and a higher power. And but never really known, never really being like, OK, but, you know, what is the actual truth? in fact so kind of you go on you know i've been on that search for like what the what the truth was and stripped down and what it is i mean it's i can't tell you that i figured anything out but um it's just it's yeah the ups and downs of it um but also you know like i was (laughs) how it goes into music i was listening to a lot of you know eminem and 
Marilyn Manson and Limp Biscuit, and um, uh, I had a stepmom that you know wanted to take that away and you know take me to church and you know was very concerned and it just backfired so i mean <laughs> it just made it worse but no um you know i didn't really reject or rebuke you know god or jesus ever um it's been you know a fight if you will there's definitely been a lot of you know tests of faith in general but I feel like at the same time you know you always have to keep hope alive you know for tomorrow yeah. and like it's an inner job it's nothing exterior that you need to do it's just the inner work so you mentioned earlier when off air when we were talking that um some of your music mm -hmm. some of your beats is kind of working out like a shadow self yeah and like I, that that kind of only only those who have actually gone through you know some pretty dark times and like seen the darkness and been in it are only really able to i feel like do that um to other people that don't understand it you know everything from you know what i'm referring to is you know darker music um what some may call lower vibrational but it's like at the end of the day there's just that it's there it's the balance you can either work with it or just try to avoid it and act like it's not there whatever you want to do you know but when you work with it and inside of the dark like that it's you're able to get out you know it's not it's like it's no longer in you anymore it's now it's just transferred into this song or this beat if you will hmm. and i've actually done you know most of my shadow work with um hurricane he's done some serial killer albums and the whole nine it's just it's not like oh i'm I am an advocate for a serial killer that he's a, he is, but you go through, you know, things in life where you're like, I just want to, you know, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's a way to just like deal with the, you're not hurting anybody, you know, but it's like making a horror movie. Like, is it the best thing you can do in your life is go make a horror, gory horror movie? Like, no, but so it's, it's entertainment. Yeah, yeah it's art. You know, like, I don't know. So this is a funny thing. I mean, even, even all the years as a pastor, you know, mm -hmm. um, I've always had an attraction to some of the classic Gothic stuff, like right, yeah, like like you know Dracula, Frankenstein, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's awesome. always been an like, analogy to me to like you know here's a person who's so narcissistic they want to suck the life out of everybody to live, you know, and and too the, real, and you know. <laughs> and, uh, um, I'm thinking of like, out why, like why if I'm depressed, do I want to lay there and watch Criminal Minds for, you know, on, yeah. you know, it's like a, it's like they chase down serial killer, mm -hmm. you know, I've, uh, serial killers have fascinated me. I had a, there's been several from here from Kansas City and I even had a run in early on with one oh my named uh, Gregory Breeden, who oh was, my was in Riverside and had, <sighs> had girls living with him that would try to, um, uh, rip off churches from their charity money kind of stuff because oh they would God. they would they had some scams going oh, on. Oh no! And he was the one that was. Uh, well, anyway, he's pr is in prison now. And, Interesting. Yeah, but anyway, there's been uh, there's been some, but yeah, I've always Man, there's always good. kind of an interest in uh, 
sort of these these dark you know dr jekyll and mr hyde i've got yeah, all those classic I books know. up in my library and yeah and then they get retold and remixed and mm -hmm. uh, one of the things i just watched recently was um a, a series called petty penny dreadful okay i've heard of it yeah it's a it mashes up like you take music and mash it up it mashes mm -hmm. up all the classic yeah. gothic mm -hmm. it's got frankenstein and it's got dracula and it's got uh, yeah dr jekyll it has got yeah. dorian gray and it's oh, got yeah, all these classic horror figures yeah jason and michael myers and yeah it's all yeah so you work out your dark side you, yeah, you deal with your dark you side yeah through music. your shadow side uh -huh. with music it's a whole different kind of identity in a way because you're like god wow that was me wow all right i mean but you're not like you know hurting anybody or nothing right. like that but you're like oh like i'll go back and listen to you know something i'll be like oh yeah yeah when you step out of it and you're looking at it you're like oh all yeah. right it's just it is what it is and it's interesting too because i think sometimes like i've been in the recovery mm -hmm. world for a couple of years mm -hmm. and the thing i've i've loved about it is that you, you bump into people who have lived the craziest lives you can imagine yeah but they get in there and they get brutally honest about all of their shit oh yeah and it's just refreshing mm -hmm. because they're just they're just out there with it they've Correct. just they've oh, dealt yeah. with it they're out there with it it's that way this, is where, I, this yeah. is where i've been this is what i thought this is what i did mm -hmm. Blah. it's just all out there they're not trying to hide it and you're just going you know yeah dang that's that's awesome. I know, but everybody's looking at themselves <laughs> like you do that, like you do that. What? <laughs> but it's it's been really refreshing. Yeah, and I think I think honestly, sometimes in the church world, you know, if you think about it, a lot of times people put on their best when they go to church. They try to look their best. They try to yeah. cover up their bad spots and their dark spots and their mm -hmm. dark side and all those kind of things. And yeah. I don't think that does. Us really well. good. and i don't no. think it really creates no. true spirituality no not at all no that's you got to be honest with yourself and honest with yeah i mean if there is you know if there's someone who is speaking to people in that way like yeah they've got to be honest as well because you know it's hard to find somebody that is perfect to be able to say what perfect is, you know yeah, yeah. No, we're all imperfect so exactly. you got to be okay with that like once you accept that and you're like, Hey, you know, it yeah. is what it is. And I am what I am right now, but, um, you know, you got to change and you got to grow with it. And, you know, if it is a higher power, like I know we talk a lot about dark, you know, dark stuff, but I mean, in a way it's all of like one in the same and, you know, who's to say that, you know, blood and stuff is, is satanic and why is, you know what I'm saying? These, these things depict um, something bad or evil or sinister. And, um, you know, the light of it all is like that. I just feel like it's there. You have to acknowledge it, you know, or else that's just going to eat you alive. Like, and, you know, it's, it's like no different than going through something, you know, when you were young, little, you try to you know suppress it and then it just ends up running your entire life and why yeah. is that how does that happen yeah um and it's just like you know the subconscious mind is in control of like 90 percent of like what's happening and yeah i think when you 
you know, and I, 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 I used to, you know, if I had negative emotions, negative feelings, negative thoughts, always just tried to suppress it basically is what I mm-hmm. tried to do for the longest time. And it, it in the long run, it didn't work. Right. Uh, yeah. And so, um, and I was pretty self-disciplined, so I, I managed it for a long time. Yeah. But um, what I've had to do recently is really be brutally honest with all of that mm-hmm. stuff, all of the dark side, all, all of this yeah. shadow self that I kind of didn't really want people to see, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, but like, so now I just like, okay, now it's out there. <laughs> so, no, I know. And you feel, and you're liberated in yeah. a way from, you know, yeah. it's like, it's not me. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know that, like, this isn't me. It's just, I can't, I can't really, it's mm-hmm. hard to speak for yourself because you're not the same person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and yeah, it's nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about that. They just, yeah. no, 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 no. Let's just talk about all the yeah. fluff, you know? Right. But that's, yeah, it's tough is how do you deal? You know, how does everybody, you know, and it's tough to just turn around and be like, okay, yeah, let me just, turn to God and everything will be okay. Like that's, you can't just turn around and tell somebody that, you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> In the process, we find ourselves, find others mm-hmm. that we connect with authentically. Mm-hmm. And I do think there's a, a higher power that that's there to connect with, but it, oh, yeah. it's not like, a, it's not like a genie in the bottle. I know, I know. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, God definitely can come through and act through people, you know yeah. what I mean? As well, number one, and obviously like your surroundings and the earth, nature and stuff. So, yeah. you know, if anybody's in a dark place, I'd be like, yo, just go take a walk out in the woods or something like just then come back and just, you know, reset. Yeah. Like you've got to connect back to like almost like, you know, where you're at, get out of the matrix because the matrix will like, it'll close in on you the walls yeah and you gotta unplug sometimes and know what it is and get out of it and go connect back to you know yeah we're all just in the wild there's no church in the wild either yeah so into the wild <laughs> into the wild yeah yeah i mean where i've you, always loved nature yeah. i've been a big nature guy so yeah. well cool um so tell us some of your new projects that you're on Oh yeah. Um, so new project is called new levels, new devils. Cause it's just like every time, you know, you get to a new spot, new level, there's going to be a new adversary. And it's just like, it's the only way to know that you're on the right path is that there is some adversary coming at you. So, um, it's just like video games, you know, you gotta go through every level and you got to come across the enemy, you yeah. know, and, there, and you can't go straight to the very end and face the final one yet. You got to, you know, so I like that. Yeah. The project is, um, yeah, listen to it at night. It's going to be October 20th, full moon. So that's when yeah, you come out. That's when it's dropping. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to have, oh, let's see. Liz Suwandi's featured on there. I got ubiquitous Godimus, So Sess crew, but they're going to be on separate songs. Is ubiquitous Kansas City based? He is. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. So it's got him this. And then um I don't know if JL's gonna get on it or not. Um Stevie Stone is supposed to recognize, is supposed to. Um Hurricane, King Kie, Jesus Divine, Nicolette Page, Twisted Insane, 
CG Benji, Don Drizzy, they're going to be on there. Um, Stephen Jalen, Triz. This is going to be a full album? Yeah, it's going to be a full length album. Yep. Okay. Um, it's just like, I just, I do so much music, you know, especially with the label mates that I'm just putting together these collabo albums in the process, you know, and just helping cross market everybody, you know, and putting together just dope records like that's really all that it's about i'm not really concerned with oh what the numbers are going to be like or how well it's going to do i mean yeah i do want you know to do Mm -hmm. as well as possible but i know what's being put into it so i'm not as concerned with the reception you know whoever's waiting for it they're gonna love it and then whoever else jumps on board cool but yeah yeah i'm excited for that um Cain and Abel, which is obviously the spiritual base, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus, Divine, and Hurricane, they have the collabo album that's coming out this just like this December, I would say. And that's called Cain and, Cain Abel. and Abel. Yeah, because the Cain, album title. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hurricane Cain is the evil one, and Jesus is the, you know, light worker, if you will. Mm-hmm. But they both rap fast um it's very aggressive some hardcore content some very emotional content on there as well already so yeah i think it's going to be them two projects you know this winter are going to be big splashes big deals you know in our world Hmm. (laughs) so cool you know i was i was working on a um a phd in the hebrew bible okay okay and and so this cain and abel story yeah is um that is retold in in the Hebrew Bible itself mm-hmm. in a book called Ecclesiastes. I don't get ever heard that name or not. No, but it's it's one of the books in the Old Testament or the Hebrew Bible, and uh, it's basically an extended commentary on the Cain and Abel story. Interesting. Okay. And uh, it's it's kind of it's one of my favorite books in really? in, in the Hebrew Bible. Is yeah. this the Hebrew name for it is Kohelet. Um, and it means an assembly. Um, but uh, yeah, Cain uh, literally means to acquire mm-hmm. by force. Correct. So, like, yeah. So, and then Abel is this Hebrew word hevel, which means breath. Interesting. And so, when Cain kills Abel, you know, it, ex- it extinguishes. So, he, yeah. um, he extinguishes his breath. Well, the, so the, the author of this book in, in the Hebrew Bible takes this idea of Cain trying to acquire through Mm -hmm. possessions, through money, through wealth, Mm -hmm. through women, through wine, through building projects, through all of this stuff and tries to figure out life by acquiring, acquiring, acquiring in the, and in every situation he finds out it's, it's breath, it's heaven, it's heaven, it's, it's, it's able, it's able, it's it's like there and then gone. You know, his life is extinguished, but not always necessarily a negative thing Mm -hmm. because the it it can be like something that's a really cool moment, but then it's gone. It's not permanent. It's like vapor. Wow. So it's like, uh, yeah, it's like Cain and vapor. Cain and Abel. Anyway. Yeah. But um, so anytime I get off on Cain and Abel, I I, (laughs) because I I just I'd spent so much time in that stuff and uh, yeah, kind of kind of fun so I, i'll look forward to hearing that oh yeah um, yeah that's um these are going to be definitely spiritual but you know there's going to be that spiritual element of it all definitely definitely um it's interesting though you know seeing 
them come together and do something like that um you know that's it's the light in the dark all you know yeah. coming in as one so yeah it's funny to see good yeah all right well um what uh i was listening to hypnotize okay um okay. i'd yeah. love i'd love to play uh play one of your one of your beats or, or like okay. to put it on the podcast yeah so yeah. one in particular that you think we should we should um, put on here or we I think can play um i can play the one i have a song that's coming out august 22nd um i didn't know okay yeah what's what is that one to them. it's called charge it to the game um me and steven jalen um he's the main artist on the song and then triz and hurricane are actually on the verses of it triz is from california um hurricane is from kansas city kansas but he's up in british columbia canada now. okay yep and then stevens rally north carolina all right yeah and it's title one more time uh charge it to the game charge it to the game <laughs> that's correct all right <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put that on here for everybody to listen to all right cool excellent well man thanks for joining us on mm -hmm. spirituality adventures so people can can get your stuff through uh subliminal music well, dot, yeah, subliminalmusicgroup.com and then mm -hmm. uh, smartalecontrack.com, subliminalbeats.com, um, Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. I'm everywhere. And when they go in there, they they want to put in Smart Alec. Um, yeah, Smart Alec on the stuff. track is going to um, bring my, my actual yeah stuff up. If, yes. if they put in subliminal music, it won't. Subliminal it, music group, yes. Yes. Like in, in Spotify, it'll come um, up too? Not in subliminal, no, not in Spotify. Um, yeah, same thing, Smart Alec on the track. And then, okay. um, you know, it, the artists, the the label mates, will they should pop up. So okay. they'll be able to go to their profiles from there if they like them. Yeah. Awesome, I appreciate man. you having me and yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you, Alec, for doing this. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know I, I appreciate uh, our, our friend Darrison uh, I know. Yeah. King Kie. Yeah, exactly. So I'm glad he's working with you. <laughs> yeah. Great yeah. guy, man. Uh, do people, do some of your people do live events like where they're performing live? Yeah. Yeah. We actually had a label show um, prior to COVID hitting almost, was it 29? Almost 29. I think it was late. Yeah. Like 2018. Yeah. We had a label show. So it's been weird. And there what, where been did that you many. do that at? Um, the Batcave downtown Southwest Boulevard okay yep yep so i'm actually i want to get one set up here huh. pretty soon yeah that'd be cool interesting all yeah, right i had a good turnout on it so maybe we'll do uptown this time that'd yeah, be cool i know i know yeah <laughs> all right well we'll have to stay tuned to that i know all right well thanks for joining us thanks everybody for tuning in to spirituality adventures we'll see you next time Through the dark like a night shift. Everybody here on my plate trying to fight shit. Yeah, I go low, make a bad, did it right quick. Yeah, get hotter in the wild like bison. Uh, I'm really having hits, Tyson. I can see you sneak this and now we ain't fighting. Know what that mean, little shot it brought the piping. Three months in and I done went and got a light tin. I done hit triangle, went and got a light drip. Now I'm in the egg inside, a quick trip. Then came back and got it off, was a quick
quick trip. I can show the buddy how to ball, this a quick flip. Yes, I'm a pro, then I stay on kick flip. I got honey mustard and blue cheap, but no deal. My dollars, Nevada, like Vegas, got blue strip. Broke, then the nigga got woke like King Chip. Uh, I'm smoking cushion and cold. I tell my family I'm never gonna fold. I sacrifice the game, I hope it gets sold. You pay the price, and if you love me, told. Uh, you saying you love, but you broadcast. I put the henchman in high fast. We do moonwalking like Mike Jess. I swear to God, I'm a real bad I move like the gangsters to Tivoli. I'm cool like the mob out of Sicily. I remember they tried to belittle me. And then it got grown, literally. Shit came up from my zone, yeah, a little green. All this work I put in, I call little Z. Had to manage from nothing, call little sleep. Shit, 250 a day, get a hundred G's. I went through the dark like a night shift. Everybody here on my plate trying to bite shit. Yeah, I go low, make a bad, did it right quick. Yeah, get hotter in the wild like bison. Uh, I'm really having hits, Tyson. I can see you sleep, this and no, he ain't fighting. Know what that mean, little shawty brought piping. Three months in and I done went and got a light tint. I done hit triangle, went and got a light drip. Now I'm in the egg inside, quick drip. Then came back and got it off, was a quick trip. I can show the buddy how to ball, this a quick flip. Yes, I'm a pro, then I stay on kick flip. I got honey mustard and blue cheese, but no deal. Dollars, Nevada, like Vegas, I blue cheese. Yeah. And me got work like King Chief. what you doing? I already did that. If they get me, I'm getting my get back. I mean it, I'm getting my shit back. You niggas is bitching, don't hit back. I'm smooth like a pimp named Slick back. She blow up my phone, I don't hit back. Bitches is quick to come sit on this dick. I be killing the clit and I lick that. I need me a bag where the lick at. Fast talk, no time for the chit chat. I'm already this shit and I been that. You can't do it like me, nigga. Sit back. You niggas can't rap and you been whack. I be whipping and tripping up in that. In a minute, a verse is like 10 stacks. That's a hundred if niggas want 10 tracks. I went through the dark like a night shift. Everybody here on my plate trying to bite shit. Yeah, I go low, make a bad, did it right quick. Yeah, get hotter in the wild like bison. I'm really having hits, Tyson. I can see you sleep, this and no, he ain't fighting. Know what that mean, little shawty brought the piping. Three months in and I done went and got a light to. I done hit triangle, went and got a light drip. Now I'm in the egg inside, quick drip. Then came back and got it off, was a quick drip. I can show the buddy how to ball, this a quick flip. Yes, I'm a pro, then I stay on kick flip. I got honey mustard and blue cheese. Yeah. My dollars, Nevada, like Vegas, I blue strip. Bro, you and me got woke like king chip. Been about the hustle since day one. Back when a nigga used to run with the spray guns. Share chips with the homies, nigga, take one. Next thing you know, the whole motherfucking day done. Bros gone. And the sun went down And the freaks come out And the foes come around And the hoes wanna choose So you make them go down And you hit the OG From another whole pound Like back to these streets With these old tricks Like homie said I do a kickflip Call me Black Tony Hawk Of this ice shit I was praying on them niggas' vices Never slipping Was strapped up like ISIS Had them bundles At all different prices With them heads What it do for that pipe hit 20 bands in the night It was righteous I went through the dark Like a night shift Everybody here on my plate Trying to bite shit Yeah I go low Make a bad Did it right quick Yeah get hotter in the wild Like bison I'm really having hit Tyson, I can see you sleep, this and no, he ain't fighting. Know what that mean, little shawty brought piping. Three months in and I done went and got a light tint. I done hit triangle, went and got a light drip. Now I'm in the egg inside, a quick trip. Then came back and got it off, was a quick trip. I can show the buddy how to ball, this a quick flip. Yes, I'm a pro, then I stay on kick flip. I got honey mustard and blue cheese, but no deal. My dollars, Nevada, like Vegas, got blue strip. Broke in the mean, got woke like blue chip. This concludes today's episode. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Remember, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Remember to like, share, or subscribe to the social media platform that you're using. And then 
go to our website, spiritualityadventures.com and make a one-time donation, or you can subscribe monthly and receive our special bonus content. Thanks so much.